0: I hope you're doing well today, and I truly hope you're experiencing the presence of Christ. So this past Sunday in church, my friend Mike Parker, again, was the guest speaker. And he was talking about love, but he made a statement right off the bat, and I want to give it to you, and then I want to just meander around it a little bit. He said, where there is love, there is suffering. He, he went on to speak, and I picked back up with him a little later, but I had to think about that. And I thought, well, maybe it should be said, where there is love, there will be suffering. Or maybe better said, love and suffering are woven together in a life well lived. I, I think for all of us, anyone who has loved has experienced the difficulty, the pain, the possible betrayal, and the loss that goes along with love. In love, we can be misunderstood and misunderstand, we can betray and be betrayed, and there's always the possibility of rejection. So, this is, this is the season where we're talking about Jesus and all the events that are surround the coming of Jesus. And every time we get to this season, my mind goes in part to Mary, this very young woman that God chose. And, and you know the story. The Holy Spirit overshadows her predicted by an angel that comes and visits her. And she begins to carry the Christ child. She herself felt that she'd be one of the most blessed of all women as a result of this. And her cousin Elizabeth said exactly the same thing. And I'm sure she had all kinds of thoughts that went into her mind regarding the issue of, in fact, being the most blessed of all women. By the way, Mike went on uh, in his sermon to talk about what it must have been like for her to ride a donkey uh, all the way to Bethlehem so that she could be part of fulfilling an ancient prophecy. Definitely a question about how blessed someone would be to do that. But soon after... The Christ child is born, and of course, you know about shepherds coming and angels singing and the wise men eventually showing up, but before that, she goes to present Jesus in the temple so that the the, the rite of circumcision can be performed. And while she's there, she meets this man named Simeon who talks about waiting for the consolation of Israel. The Holy Spirit, it says, was on him. And he's very moved when he sees Jesus, this child, and he knows that his eyes have seen the salvation he's been looking for. All of that's very familiar, but then there is this scripture. Simeon says these things to Mary, the mother of Christ. This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many people and to be a sign that will be spoken even against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. And then it says this, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. Okay, let's just just think about this. There's the miracle of this birth and the struggle of this birth the miracle of being chosen by God to carry the Christ child, the struggle of Joseph not understanding and the long journey to Bethlehem, the birth in a manger. But then there's also this this piece that we have to lift up, and that is that in the midst of loving Christ as only a mother would, it is also made crystal clear that it will be difficulty, that love will include challenges, that love will include struggles, that love, as Mike says, will include suffering. I mean, just think of this. Uh, Imagine that you yourself are presenting a child to be baptized, even infant baptism, or to be dedicated, and the pastor or priest in dedicating the child, says, this child is going to be great, but he's also going to break your heart. How do you react to that? What do you even say? It it was absolutely true. And what it did is it eliminated any false fantasies about what was going to happen here as Jesus grew and as he became the savior. I think this is very important for us. Part of the message of Christmas, but also the reality of our lives, that there's this interweaving in our lives of love and difficulty, love and suffering. I mean, just within the last 10 days, a good friend of mine who happens to be a physician experienced the passing of his father. And he loved his father and his father loved him. And his father knew the Lord and that brought comfort. But at the same time, in that love, there was this experience of loss. same is true for all of us. I'm sure that every one of us has experienced that. In some way in our life, whether it's the passing of someone we've deeply loved or that we deeply love someone and the relationship created some difficulties, maybe in some ways it went awry. But that's right at the heart, if you will, of this whole idea of of Christmas. And you've got to think about, for God so loved the world that he gave For God so loved, he was willing to embrace the pain and the loss. Jesus so loved that he sets aside his power and his glory to come as an infant, experience life as we know it, and then have all, if you will, the dynamics of walking life out that we experience And there are these moments of great and tender love that we see in the life of Jesus. Him giving love, Him receiving love. But there's also rejection and persecution and trial. So one of the questions that may rise in our hearts is, so if you can't get get love without some suffering, If they're actually interwoven, why why bother? Well, the issue is simply this. We bother because God is love. We are made in love. One of the central core longings of our life is the longing for love. And love, in fact, does change us. I remember hearing this. The first time through Richard War, but there have been other scholars that have said similar things, and that is that nothing welcomes the true self and nothing leads us more into embracing life as an exciting and beautiful mystery like great love and great suffering. I love the great love part. But I often want to run from the great suffering part, and anticipation of the great suffering, I think some of us, we cut off the possibility of great love. And this just leads us in another direction, and that is that there is vulnerability to love. Just again, let's think of Mary and Jesus and the vulnerability they had to be willing to choose in order that love could be born into the world afresh in Christ. The vulnerability of Jesus. Philippians 2, he sets aside his glory. He does not use power for personal gain. There's a vulnerability to that. To love us that way, he had to make himself vulnerable to attack and to rejection, to misunderstanding. And that's, that's no different for all of us. And yet somehow in the midst of this tension between love and vulnerability, love and suffering, changes occur in our lives and we're able to move from thinking that life is something you have to master to it's a mystery we get to experience that brings forth beauty even in the midst of pain. Do you want to see this in the life of Mary? You can go to Scripture and see all the ups and downs of what happened after she hears those words that she's going to be the blessed of all women. But there's a beauty that in the very end, she not only sees her son crucified on the cross with, I'm sure, unbelievable questions, but she also is found waiting in the upper room for the great outpouring of the Holy Spirit that she might better serve her son who is the Lord God. There's something absolutely stunning about that. And I think this is one of the reasons over the years that the Roman Catholic Church has tried to find a way to show the role that Mary has played and that it wasn't easy and that she did all that for us. We can't run away from love simply because it's difficult in receiving and expressing because love and suffering are interwoven into the fabric of a well lived life. When we experience the loss and the rejection, we turn to the Lord, we seek to have Him meet us there, and then we come back to the opportunity to express love. The love that is an attachment love of the Father expressed at the cross of Christ and the life of Jesus. And also articulated in its purest form in 1 Corinthians 13, where it says, Faith, hope, and love, these will endure, but love is the greatest of them all. The patience, the kindness, the long-suffering, the encouragement, the believing that comes from love. I encourage you, allow yourself to be willing to receive love. Be willing to give love even all the while knowing that difficulty, yes, and even suffering can come along with it. Our Lord walked this out for us. For God so loved, he gave. He is the suffering servant. May we Embrace the love interwoven into this season, no matter what it costs.